Welcome to Scale Your Course. If designing and delivering a scalable course has got you feeling overworked, overwhelmed, and just plain tapped out, you're not alone. I'm Tracy Sheriff, and in this podcast, you'll listen to a combination of solo episodes and powerhouse interviews where we'll share tips, strategies, and insider insights into how you can successfully design and deliver a scalable course. Prepare to reach your next level business goals without compromising your health and wealth with the Scale Your Course podcast. Hello, and welcome back to Scale Your Course. In today's episode, I'm going to be highlighting three places in your content that you can scale. Remember, the idea for scaling isn't just about making things bigger, it's about making things better. And it's important that we take a really objective look at our curriculum and content to be able to see where we can make some refinements that are going to, one, improve the journey for our learners, and two, make a bigger impact by doing less. Now, what really has me fired up to do this episode for you is because a common mistake that I see people making when they're doing their review of their course curriculum is they identify a place where people are stuck or needing more and they just add more content. And actually that often is a bigger mistake than most people realize. Content creation takes time and the more content you have for your learner to go through, the longer it's going to take for them to actually get to the outcome that they're trying to achieve. So your goal with looking at your content and curriculum should always be to shorten the distance between A and B. Just one step What's the next thing that they need to be able to do or demonstrate before they can move forward one step closer to the outcome? That leads me into the very first place that you need to be looking in your content and curriculum. And that is to make sure you have a clear idea of what it is you want them to achieve. So you may have an overarching outcome for your course or program. Maybe it's to launch a podcast, Maybe it's to create a vision board. Maybe it's to become an online business manager. Whatever it is that you're trying to help your participant achieve, you need to be really clear. But beyond that, each module and each lesson also needs to have its own objective that supports the vision to getting to that bigger outcome. And I see this a lot. People put groups of content together, but they don't necessarily have them grouped in a way that there's a real clarity around what it is we're trying to achieve. So the way that I teach course creation and the way that I help my clients who are sort of pulling their course apart to see where they can make some enhancements is really getting clear on the ultimate outcome that they want them to achieve within that module, and then within each lesson. That outcome and objective is your guidepost. It's like your lighthouse that you're moving towards. It's like your anchor. 
every decision you make in your course and program design really comes back to having clarity around these outcomes. So that's really important. What is it that you're trying to help them achieve? The other thing that often people do is they create materials and content where the videos are really long and in some cases really boring. Talking head videos are not an effective way to teach. People need visuals. So while you may not be somebody who wants to create a lengthy PowerPoint or Google slideshow to go along with your teaching, I do encourage you to identify where you can put in some visual elements. I had a client last year who I was helping with some refinement and I showed her how you can overlay text onto your even talking head videos. You can have an arrow flowing in, you can have words highlighting. And I do this all within a software that I use called Screencast-O-Matic, but there may be other software tools that you have that can do the same thing. So if you're not interested in making real elaborate slideshow presentations, that's okay. But think about even just screen sharing an image on your screen of your framework and how much of a difference that can make to someone who really needs that visual to help take in that information. The other thing I wanna mention with the videos, of course, is video length. I don't think that's probably a surprise to people, but we have short attention spans as adults. We have lots of things also vying for our attention. So we wanna make sure that any videos that we do put into our programs are digestible so people are able to get through them in the shortest amount of time possible. And while there's many different strategies that I could suggest to you around content and curriculum, the third one that I really wanna highlight in today's podcast episode, just to give you some really actionable things, is looking for quick wins. So quick wins are things that require low effort, but they have high impact. And can really create momentum for your learner or your participant, right? This is applies to both courses and programs, anywhere where you are moving people through a learning journey. Now, these quick wins are sometimes hard to isolate within your content, but they're so important because they are things that really help move your client forward in the shortest amount of time possible with the least amount of effort and the least amount of resources. And anywhere that you can shorten someone's learning with a quick win, one, they're gonna like and trust you more because you're not having them sitting through an unnecessary long video to get to something actionable, but you are offering them the opportunity to feel like a winner right from the get-go. My recommendation for identifying those quick wins is to go through each module of your content and really just start brainstorming. What is it that they can get done in a really short period of time that's going to help move their needle forward in a way that is just going to be really impactful, right? It's going to, like I said, build up that momentum. They're going to want to tell their friends what they've accomplished, how quickly they've accomplished it. And then you're going to also identify what resources they need from you in order to help them achieve that. So I'll give you an example of of creating a survey. So you tell your clients, as I often do, that they should create some type of a feedback survey for their clients. 
and you describe the survey, you help them understand why it's important, and then you tell them to go do it. Well, I want you for the quick win, because actually creating a survey can be a quick win. We know that it doesn't take very long to create a survey. I want you to think of what they need to help create that survey. One, they don't want to spend hours researching software to create that survey. So you're going to identify three pieces of software or apps or tools that can actually be something they can take action on quickly. Doesn't have a high learning curve, doesn't cost them any money, and it's something that will allow them to produce a survey very quickly. You're also going to offer them a list of survey questions as suggestions, and you're going to have vetted those questions. So you're going to have no doubt in your mind that at a minimum, they need to select from this list in order for them to achieve the result that they're trying to get. What is the feedback they're trying to gather? That will help determine the question. You're going to offer them a template or an example to look at. That's going to help them sort of see it in action. And now if you've offered a Google form, a type form, and say SurveyMonkey as a suggestion, you might not have as an example for all of those, but you can tell them and show them what your preference is, create an example, And if you really want to shorten their curve, you'll provide a template that is shareable within the software tool that you use. And of course, that really depends on if that's a function of the software that you're using. But let's use Google Forms as an example. If you're using Google Forms, you can create a template in Google Forms that you then share with them that they can make a copy and then edit themselves. So they can choose the questions, but the format is already laid out. They can add their own image and brand it whatever way that they want, but you already have that shell for them. They just need to plug it in. So that's really where I think you can have your own quick win is when you're looking at your content and curriculum through this lens of shortening the learning journey and using the quick win as a way to build momentum for your student, you're going to already be starting to have some real success in feeling like you are providing your students with a better experience. If you provide them with the right tools and resources, they won't need to come to you for questions and support. You're going to make it really clear. You're going to make it really actionable. And they're going to love you forever, right? So there you have it for this episode. Three places you can look for in your curriculum and content where you can already be scaling. Not a lot of thought required to some of this. First place is having clear outcomes and making sure that you know what your overarching outcome is and what your outcome is for every module and objective for every lesson that's going to help you achieve that outcome. Second to that is reviewing the length of your video files, seeing where you can maybe enhance your talking head videos with things that don't involve you putting a lot of time and effort into creating these elaborate slideshows. Although... I don't have a problem with slideshows, just saying. But if you're looking for a shortcut, just pick three or four slides that you can put in. Or like I said, use a text overlay to highlight some of the key concepts that you're teaching in your video. And last but not least, and I think really very effective in a short period of time, is looking for places that you can add in these quick wins for your clients. Things that they can do as they're moving through the content that gets them there faster, right? They'll love you forever, like I said. So that's it for today's episode. Short, actionable, just the way that I want you to do it for your audience. 
If you like this episode, one of the best thank yous you can give me is to subscribe and leave me a review. Leaving a podcast review helps me get more reach and attract more listeners. And if you're ready to skill your course, I also have a free roadmap that you can download. This roadmap will give you access to my framework for scaling courses, what you need to do, what you need to consider, and even who you should include in the process. Check the show notes below. Thanks for listening.